Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. Skirt! We interrupt this usual intro to share big news. We're so excited to announce that we've joined Wildfire Radio. So hello to our new listeners on Wildfire. <laughs> that horn really got me. We're not a sports show, but we do treat TV like sport. We review pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? This week, a listener asked us to review the ABC comedy, Single Parents. So stay tuned to the end to see what BJ and I will end up like, aka two people who have formed our own chosen family and village, and we raise our kids together forever. <laughs> Woo. That got dark. So let's just dive into the premise of this show. Single Parent is a comedy on ABC. And as you can probably guess, it stars a main cast of single parents. Yes. All with young kids, similar age, except one guy has like a baby, but he's part of the group because why not? Mm -hmm. And we're centered around Will, played by Taryn Killam. You may know him from Saturday Night Live. And he's a divorced guy raising his daughter, and he's really focused on his daughter's life and being a good parent to the school and PTA and signing up for events and does not get out much or date. And he meets our other parents. We have Angie D'Amato by Leighton Meester, Douglas Fogarty by Brad Garrett, Poppy Banks by Kimry Lewis, and Amigi Park by Jake Choi. And they already have their own like single parent crew and they're like the cool parents who aren't going to sign up for things. And they are really thrown aback when they meet Will Mm -hmm. because they're like, we know that phase. We've all moved past that phase. He needs to grow up. Yeah. The phase being your life is completely wrapped around your child and you do not develop your own identity. Exactly. And so they eventually decide to help him out. They sign him up for a dating app, get him a date, help him pick out the outfit, (laughs) really just pull himself together to go on this date. Along this whole course, he offers to babysit. They find out how big of a mess his life and house really is. And then he does go on a date, which is great. He does get to hook up because they're really concerned of his sex life. But but it's slightly disastrous. He's not quite ready to be interacting with non-children. He lost those social skills. Yes, 100%. But in the end, they come together as a village and they're going to raise their kids. And sing the Moana song. Yeah, Oh, this is ABC, so they can't use Disney. Yeah. yeah. Disney runs that. Yeah, <laughs> This is Disney. <laughs> I'm surprised all ABC shows don't just have like a random dance break in the middle where someone sings Under the Sea on loop. Just like all the cross promotion. Oh, my goodness. Uh, maybe that's like a testament to the restraint of Disney that has gone <laughs> full infiltration. So, Beach, what were your initial thoughts on this pilot? I have to say, it was funnier than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Some of the jokes are a little cliche and a little forced. But I think overall, I think it works well if you are willing to accept some of the strangeness and overlook some of the real minutia. We did talk about some plot points just don't make sense. Like literally the premise of the show, (laughs) like how they found each other. 
It doesn't make sense. Like Poppy quickly says something to the effect of Maggie is her her neighbor. But as far as how everyone else linked up, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense as to how they didn't know Will. He kind of gave a pep talk to his daughter when she was starting school about this being a new school. So maybe they moved to the area. Yeah. That was my impression. But you had to completely suspend your disbelief. And you're just like, these people are friends now. I'm not questioning it. Dope. I, I just started, I turned into like a little yogi. I was really flexing. I was like, okay, Will's new to this town. Maybe that's how they've never heard of him, even though he's the most vocal parent in the room. Maybe Poppy and Miggy like really connected on the landing in front of their apartment building. <laughs> like I was really trying to build stories here because it doesn't make any sense, especially um, Brad Garrett linking up with all of them. Yeah, his character really stands out in this group the most. Because he's the tallest. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I think you make a good point for this show. The best way to go into it is to not think about what happened before the pilot. Like, don't think about how these parents came together. Yes. Don't think about where Will was. Just accept they're already a friend group and move on from there. Mm-hmm. So you have been watching the show. Did you get into it from the premiere? Uh, I liked the pilot. I actually found the show to be really surprising. I was expecting typical ABC family comedy in that few laughs, but lots of cliches. At least that's how the trailers seem to me. But in reality, I actually enjoyed the pilot more than I thought I would. There were a few jokes in there that made me laugh out loud, which I think is your scale of whether something is funny, how many times I laugh out loud. It's a good way of measuring. Is this like genuinely funny? If you spontaneously burst into laughter. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So yeah, I found it to be surprisingly funny in the pilot episode. And I've kept up watching it because I really like that Wednesday night block of comedy of Goldbergs and American Housewife and Modern Family and now Single Parents. It's like the perfect two hour block of comedy that is not incredible, but it's the perfect stuff to watch when you want to like be on your phone and unwind after work yeah it definitely fits into that same genre of sitcoms as like modern family and it's more of a half hour just enjoy it yes you know there are some heartfelt moments in this episode so it's not going to be 100 comedy but i think you do need that mix yeah where it's not going to get too serious but there's kind of a message there which is nice The other surprising part about the show to me as I've kept watching is the kids are by far the stars of the show. Mm -hmm. I think the adults are they're pretty like they're funny, but the kids, especially as the show develops um, in later episodes, the kids get like they're centered more, I think, Mm -hmm. because it just becomes clear that they're so funny, especially the twins and especially um, Poppy's child, Rory. Mm hmm. To me, they're the standouts, although all of the kids are really funny. Um, I feel weird ranking children. (laughs) Pick your favorite child right now. Oh, I already know your favorites. Yeah, my favorites are the twins. Yeah. I just like the way their father is bringing them up to, you know, make the most (laughs) of the world and the resources around you, maybe pay off some people. But even though he's teaching them that philosophy, they're like super well-rounded and like put together. Like you can tell even from this first episode that like, they have it together. They're going to be fine in life. Like they're going places. Yeah. Though I do. F- and they call out their dad for being dumb. But yes. I, I do feel like kids on TV shows always just sound like adults. 
because you can't hire like a child to write for a show. But okay, I can't speak to this fully. So I'm not going to name the show. But I was watching a show on Netflix (laughs) that features a predominantly black cast centered around a black superhero. Continue. It just every time they spoke it felt like white people writing what how they think black people speak to each other i Mm. also feel that way a lot when i watch shows about like young women like Mm -hmm. how people think young especially teenage girls talk to each other is always very funny to me or like in younger how they think young 20 somethings talk and behave yes yes Yes, it's just like we're not all looking at each other and being like fleeky to the <laughs> deeky. I don't know what that was. You clearly don't know what we're like either. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that's how they write. Like that's how that Netflix show. I felt like I was watching the show. I don't watch it often, but my partner watches it and I was like peeking over his shoulder and at one point I I can't remember. It was like you're just a rude brother. It was something like that that I was like, ain't no black person really sitting down and talking to another one like this. So I feel like the kids are like that to some extent where it's like they're fully realized adults in children's bodies. That's fair. I think Angie's son, Graham, and his whole crush on the bunny ear girl, the way they portrayed some of his lines and the way he's reacting and stressing out is very adult. And I know yes. it comes across as very cute and like funny to see a kid behave that way, but a kid still wouldn't behave no. that way. I mean, not to my knowledge. No. We have even more exciting news today. Today's show is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. And you can download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Honestly, I wasn't an audiobook believer before, but earlier this year, my partner wanted to experience Harry Potter for the first time. And I know it's absurd he hasn't read them before, but now we get to listen together. And I feel like I've fallen in love with Harry Potter all over again. We just finished The Sorcerer's Stone, and obviously next is Chamber of Secrets. And if you've already listened to those two audiobooks, remember you can select any Harry Potter book or any other book of your choice for free. Free 99. Well, I want to be clear that it's free 99. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod for your free audiobook. Okay, let's jump from our favorite kids to talking about our favorite parent, single parent. Who is your favorite single parent? Uh, Poppy. Okay, I can see that. You like her son, so... Do you like their relationship? Yeah, it's honestly, it's the only reason. I don't think I would have a favorite if it weren't for that. That's interesting. I like the twins' dad, but it's because of that. Because you love yeah, the twins. that relationship yes. dynamic. Oh, interesting. But it is confusing to me that I just, maybe this goes back to, we have to just suspend our disbelief and let it go. But we have a single mom in Leighton Meester whose ex-husband is apparently garbage, according to her son. But she is like kind of a straightforward, no-nonsense person. Will Cooper, highly emotional. His wife left him. Mm -hmm. So he's single for that reason, but just like highly emotional. Mm -hmm. Poppy owns a place called the Winebrary, which is hilarious because everyone thinks like the only thing older women are interested in is wine and books. Although I would go to a place called the Winebrary. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Douglas Fogarty, played by Bar- Brad Garrett, 
who is like very MAGA-y. And then Miggy, who can't believe he has a child, is I think 20 years old on the show and cares mostly about his like getting shoes out of the new Yeezy drop. But you got to wait for those. Yeah, they sell They fast. sell immediately. So uh, my main question about your favorite parent is such a like a variety, a cornucopia. We're fresh off Thanksgiving of people that would Douglas even like these people? He seems very MAGA-y. Like his chant with his kids was like take no prisoners or something and drain the swamp. And then he saw something embarrassing Will did. And he was like, I blame Obama, which is fine. But would he hang out with that crowd? Wouldn't he just pay for a babysitter? You're right. And I brought this up while we were watching. Yes. At least in the pilot, he seems closest to Poppy. And even their relationship doesn't make sense. Even if she is like one of his go-to babysitters, he is constantly giving out money. He's a dermatologist who appears to be well off. So he should be able to hire any babysitter he wants. So it doesn't make sense why he would stay connected to them because he apparently does have his other colleagues. We even see him having dinner with them. So he's not like alone either. Yes. So it's very confusing why he bothers to maintain such a close relationship to these people, these other parents. I'm waiting for the show to further humanize him. They tried to do it a little bit. There was an episode where he had the flu and they humanized him a bit in that one. You saw a little bit of it when he sang the Moana song because mm-hmm. you can tell he was inching toward being able to express himself in a way that takes him out of his comfort zone for his kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe him linking with this group of parents, maybe he knows it's better for his twins than some kind of babysitter where they're just isolated at home all the time with this like live-in nanny or I don't know, maybe he has a heart and we're just yet to be introduced to it. So he's kind of like not in denial, but he knows what's right, but he's covering it up and like playing with some cool guy stuff. Yeah, he's playing up this cool guy persona just so he doesn't have to admit that like maybe I really should be more emotionally available and maybe I should like build a village to raise my daughters. Yes. Although everyone hated when Will said it takes a village. I cringed when I heard it too. So me too. Yes. This is a new sitcom just premiered this fall. Mm-hmm. It's in a very action-packed block of other comedies on ABC. Yeah. Does this stand up to its competition? Like, do you see this continuing on? Oh, that's a good Next question. to like Modern Family, a real juggernaut in the sitcom realm. I think it fits with that Wednesday night comedy block. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite as funny as the rest of the shows in the block, but I think we'll, with time it will be. I just think that if viewers give it a chance, mm-hmm. the other shows have just built such a following because they've been on for much longer. So if viewers give it a chance, I think it'll hold up just fine. But I imagine there's a, a big drop off from the modern family viewers to mm-hmm. single parents. I agree. So me too. How about we go into our ratings? What is your final rating for single parents? So for any new listeners, we have kind of a different rating scale. We have more situational recommendations. So we have would watch again seriously. Like we would suggest serially watching it, maybe binging it if it's on a streaming service. Um, Would watch again casually, catching it when it's on. Would watch while folding laundry, a little bit distracted. Would watch with wine, something salacious like how to get away with murder. And then would not watch again, which... You just wouldn't watch it again. So I think for this one, 
I've been would watch again seriously because I just catch it every week in that Wednesday night block for the most part. But I think I would recommend would watch again casually because I don't think you need to watch every single episode to um, to know what's going on. And I don't necessarily think it's worth following it seriously, but I do. I do genuinely laugh. It does make me laugh. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, that's fair. What about you? I'm going to kind of mirror that with my own kind of double rating. Okay. I'm somewhere between would watch again casually and would watch while doing laundry. Fair. I don't think I feel the need to be 100% engaged and present to the episodes. Yeah. But it is something that I would not mind having on and catching an episode. You know, there are some good laughs every now and then. But I think if you're doing something else... That would make it a little more justifiable, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely a show you enjoy better when you're a little bit checked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good call. Cool. So there's a lot of other shows that we have opinions about. And if you want to hear those opinions, check out our other episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And if you leave us a review and a five-star rating, it'll make us so happy. It's just so much joy. <laughs> Please leave us five-star reviews because that's where we gather all of our self-worth. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod, on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast, and you can send us uh, show recommendations, feedback, um, any thoughts, ooh, meal prep recipes, and like new fitness classes you're taking. I started taking a hit class. I didn't know I would like those. And so now I'm like open to a whole new world to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, listen to us every week on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.